Welcome to The Harmonious Hustle, where I'll share how to lean into success without sacrificing yourself, because you don't have time for that. I'm Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author, spiritual teacher, mentor, mama, and I'm all about saying hell yes to your best life. I'll let you in on my favorite tips and tools for feeling your absolute best. Plus, real, unfiltered conversations and inspiration on wellness, business, spirituality, relationships, self-love, confidence, money, and more. I promise to bring you truth without the BS so you can find success on your terms and feel amazing. Join my new Harmonious Hustle Facebook group to stay connected and ask questions. Connect with me on Instagram if you haven't already, and be sure to say hello because I love meeting my community. Are you ready for an upgrade? Let's get started. Today's episode is something slightly different. We're diving into emotion and how it impacts your life, it impacts your choices, it impacts your perception. Energy in motion. It's so important to understand what you're feeling, know your energy, what it's creating for you, and how to move it, release it, generate it, all that good stuff. That's where I love to play in life, but it's also something I don't talk about enough on here. So that's why I'm bringing it to you today. And I think this stuff is so important. Not even I think I know it's so important. That's why day one of Harmonious Hustle Live, my my big event that's coming up in May, is all about connecting to yourself, feeling what you feel, and I'm going to teach you along with some of my, my favorite people who help move energy through voice, through sound, through body movement, through you know getting clear on what you're thinking and what it feels like to truly connect with people in a really intimate way. Day one is all about that. Day two is all about the badassery and, and self-worth and knowing you deserve your best life and declaring that you love to make money and you deserve to thrive and you are ready to thrive. I love all that stuff. But the first one must come. You must get to know yourself to know who you are, what you're signaling out, and make adjustments as needed. So if you're not already signed up for Harmonious Hustle Live, we're about 60% sold out. We have about six weeks from this day that I'm recording until the event. It is going to be a game changer, a major game changer. It's unlike any other conference you've been to. I say it's Kundalini meets Drake and really that's the worlds that I love to play in but I'm bringing it all together because you shouldn't have to go to one spiritual retreat you know one part of the year and maybe next year you finally go to this like business conference. I want you to feel what it's like to dive into both and it doesn't mean you don't have to be an entrepreneur to enjoy this. Day two isn't going to be all about entrepreneurship. It's going to be about living out your potential, knowing that there's more to you than you understand. There's more more available to you than you understand. And when you're in that space, all of a sudden you start seeing life differently. You start seeing the way that you are in life differently. Magic happens. And not only that, it's just going to feel really good. I can't wait to party with you guys for two days. This is my favorite kind of event. Well, it's my event. (laughs) So I've created it doing all the things I love. Even the VIP day, which is a decadent, luxe, uh, you know, afternoon tea. And some people will say it's high tea, but my friend schooled me on the difference between high tea and afternoon tea, and I was kind of mind blown. So if you want to Google that for all of you, um, afternoon tea, high tea peeps. But we're doing all the things I love. 
but they're all the things that have allowed me to transform my life in a really big way. And not really afternoon tea, but something like afternoon tea is this experience where you are so supported. Everything is so luxurious and beautiful. What better environment to sit down and say, here's what I'm ready to say yes to. Here's what my intentions are. And also support other women in doing that. So I think our VIP is actually sold out. But um, if you're interested in it, send me a message because there may be someone that somehow can't make it or something like that. We've already had one person that had a speaking gig come up so they couldn't make that particular day. So you never know. Send us an email if you're into it. I'll put you on the wait list and let you know. But either way, get there on general admission. So guys, enjoy this show. Let me know what you like about it. Let me know how you relate to it. As always, I cannot wait to hear from you. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, my friends. Let's just talk about this. Life is full of content. So if you are someone that says, I want to create a platform. I want to share things that inspire people. I want to share things that are important. I want to share things that other people can say, yes, you're speaking to my soul, right? All you have to do is look no further than your daily life and be really honest about what you're feeling. Be really honest about it because that's the human experience. And within the human experience, there's an infinite amount of content. You can start unpacking how you feel. You can unpack what you saw and like maybe how you see it differently once you calm down or maybe once you looked at it a different way. There was this new thing that you noticed about that circumstance or that, that event. So when I'm working with women and they come to me because they want to grow their business or they want to be more visible or they just have a message that they want to have out into the world. And the first thing a lot of them say is, I don't know what to say. Posting every day seems really hard. Posting every day seems really hard because I don't have anything to say. And I just tell them, that is such a lie. Do not say that about yourself. Here's what I know. We all have a ton of content to share because all we have to do is look at our daily life and ask, what is there to learn from this? And I bet you, if you are learning from it, there are millions of people that can learn from it because we are wired very similarly. Now, while we may be wired a bit different in the sense that you're like, no, Nicole, I don't want to be on stage talking to people. I don't want to sit down and share my innermost things. And, you know, I don't want to live like you do. Maybe you're not wired for things exactly like me. Well, yeah, that makes sense. We're all wired and coded a slightly different. But when it comes down to just being a human, right, in this space, sharing a collective mind, sharing this, this planet as our home, we are wired to feel sadness and joy, grief, excitement, fear, hope, all these things we're already wired for it. So when we share, we let other people in and we say, Hey, you're not alone in this. You're not alone. And in life, we have been taught to just show up and smile, right? Like think about it. There gets, you get to an age And you go places like maybe it's at school or maybe it's going to a family dinner, whatever it is, you go to this place and you're at a point in your life where you are told to pull it together, put on a happy face, 
be nice, be this. And we are taught to kind of just dismiss what we're feeling. We're taught to push away what is real for us. And depending on how you were raised, you may have been taught from a very early age that your feelings and emotions are not valid. That was huge for me. That was huge for me. So for me, growing up in a home where both of my parents had addictions and were struggling with their own pains and struggles and fears, what I felt didn't feel important. And not only did it not feel important, I was even told that some of the things that I saw and felt were not real because one of my parents didn't want to get in trouble, right? So the kid is not telling the truth. That kind of thing is so incredibly painful. It just causes you to start stuffing things away and shutting down. So for you, if you're someone that is not like really in touch with your wild, really in touch with what it means to fully express all of your emotions or to even just feel them and make space for them and to allow them and embrace them and see what they hold for you. The first thing I want you to do is to ask, when did this begin to happen? Like what were the events? What were the events that happened where your emotions, your truth, your expression, was not accepted or valid or was not welcome. Another thing that happened for me, and I hear this a lot with, with women especially, is like in my home, we weren't allowed to cry. We had to be tough. I had to be tough. My dad wanted me to be tough. My mom wanted me to be tough. So we want to really unpack this as well. And you guys may hear a lot of background noise, and that's because my dogs and my daughter are home. I was literally headed out to the gym. And I drank one of those little isogenics energy shots, like a half of one. <laughs> I go into my bedroom to get something, and all of a sudden I pass my office. I look in there, and I was like, I want to do a podcast right now. <laughs> and usually I will tell, like when I'm doing a podcast, I will tell Chanel, like, turn off the TV, stay in the living room, keep the dogs with you because of the little, like, clicking of their paws. But I was like, you know what? It's Saturday afternoon. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to keep it real. So like shout out to all the other moms out there that are like, can't just control their environment completely without being like, you know, a total jerk. <laughs> so you're going to allow your kids the expression and let them do what they're doing and also create. It does not have to be perfect to get the message across. So take that from this episode as well. But going back to what I was saying, because it's super important, is I want you to know that in those spaces where you were taught to kind of suck it up and be tough. You were taught that what you feel is not welcome. That what you feel is somehow wrong. This is important. Because then moving into your adult life, moving through your relationships, who did you have to be in order to be accepted and be loved? So for me, I had to be tough Nikki take no shit, Nikki. And this was a huge kind of disconnect from who I really was because I've been super sensitive my whole life. I've been super sensitive my whole life. And because I've been super sensitive and it wasn't welcome, it was a burden. Um, it triggered other people. 
that from an early age, I went into like just shutting down and also being more violent. Like I was the one that was causing fights and problems and I was angry and I had a lot of rage and, you know, I was like, I was letting that steam off to kids at school and to my teachers and all of that became a thing until I was old enough to, to self-medicate, which was about 15. So when you see a child who is just acting out, you know, just like giving someone all the, you know, sassy language, just like talking back, like freaking out, um, a kid that is taking out their anger on other kids, like it's really not that child. I feel like there's something deep down that hasn't been able to really be expressed and held in the right way. So it comes out in a destructive way. Because these emotions, energy, in motion, it doesn't just stop. It's moving. It needs to be, it needs to move through. And this is why, like, even now, as, you know, in my mid-30s as an adult, constantly moving my energy. When I'm working with my clients, I have to take them into the places of healing, but then we have to move the energy so that we can transmute it into something higher. If not, It's going to show up in a way that we don't want it to show up. So we really got to like allow and be this like conduit for this emotion and energy. So now you're looking at your life and especially if you're someone that feels like you have a disconnect from feeling all the things. Like for instance, I was talking to my friend. He has this alternative therapy program. It's like an IV therapy that gets people off of um, antidepressants, people that have become addicted to them because our brains are so used to those chemicals, to those you know ingredients, and that when you take them away, there's a problem. It's dangerous. So she's there getting this therapy, and she said that within a few days of being off of the antidepressants and being in this therapy, which is basically a, a massive flush, that she began to feel again, that she watched a movie and cried. And it was the first time she cried watching something in 20 years, right? So I want you to notice, are you one of those people that things happen and you don't know why, but you're the person that's not crying? It does make you sad, but you don't know how you can't access that pain. You can't access that sadness. So it's just... It's powerful to just explore all these things and notice. The other thing is, when it comes to emotion and connecting, that when we allow ourselves to connect to what we're feeling, it becomes a guidance system. It also becomes a filtering system. The reason why I move myself through crying and grieving and, you know, I have grieving ceremonies. I lead grieving ceremonies to do a, a like massive purge off of any heavy, dense emotions that have been in me, like within my consciousness, within my body. And I move myself through this process, which by the way, you can get that process on my website. And it's really beautiful because it allows you and teaches you to start accessing some of this grief. If we do not access the sadness, the pain, the disappointment, the hurt, whatever we're picking up, whether you're picking it up from real life events that are happening to you or like through you, right? And what I mean by to you is like, maybe it's not to you, but 
your mom died, your dad died, um, someone you know and care about has an, an, a not so great diagnosis, um, you had a divorce, there's a breakup, there's someone in your family that's suffering a great deal. Maybe it's not happening to you, but it's right in your orbit. Versus like for me, I was watching these damn animal videos. And I say damn because I was suffering so much that I just love cows. And um, I was watching these like mercy for animal videos. And oh my gosh, I went through this period of time where I could feel cows suffering in my meditations. And I was just heartbroken. I mean, it was like I could see them all in their cages and I could see them being like pulled away because the cows are such gentle creatures but they were being pulled away to be slaughtered. And I was like, just breaking down and had like, it was not sustainable for me because the truth of the matter was I can't save all the cows right now, but yet my heart is breaking for them. And you know, it was like one of those things. So I was just like, what's the best thing here? So I had to remove some of those things from my like Instagram and Facebook because while I wanted to watch and support and be in the know, I was like almost too much in the know and I was too sensitive for it. So we have to know what we're picking up. And my point of that was that when we're online, we can pick up things that press our buttons, create a, a trigger for emotion in our body, but yet we don't move that emotion. So what happens is everything in our life, everything that we're doing, seeing, being, is infused with the heaviness of that emotion. And when that happens, it becomes a, a limitation for us. It's a hindrance. So my, my deal, what I do in my own life and my method with my clients is we got to move this stuff. Now, especially if you have some things that have happened to you in the past, which are traumatic. And the thing is, I want you guys to understand is that trauma is relative. I have a client, she's actually in my, in my teacher training pod where I'm training people on my actual method. And she says, I don't have anything super traumatic that's happened to me. So I worry that I can't really connect with people in this way because I don't have these, these things, right? Like I don't have, I wasn't kidnapped. I wasn't raped. I wasn't, you know, she didn't go through all the things I went through. And I told her, just like I'm going to tell you guys, that trauma is relative. There are people out there, maybe it's even you, that are traumatized by their parents divorcing. Meanwhile, my parents lived such a tumultuous relationship that their divorcing is like irrelevant to me, right? So we have to know that we're all impacted by great changes, big disruptions in our life, and it becomes traumatic to what we know, to our feeling safe. And we begin to shift the way we perceive the world around us and how we interact with the world around us. So we totally feel trauma different. So just know that before you go around saying that my life is perfect and everything's fine and I can't help anybody or that nothing's happened to me. I don't know why I feel depressed or nothing's happened to me. I don't know why I feel so much anxiety. And let's just talk about anxiety for a moment. Anxiety has been something that has been a companion of mine my entire life. Like literally since I was four or five years old, I can remember just being shaky. I would say that my stomach hurts. I felt like I wanted to throw up. I felt a lot of fear. I felt scared. And I used to think that it was because I was afraid of throwing up why I felt so scared. But it wasn't that. 
it was just that I was anxious and I had a lot of fear. And as I grew older and got more into like middle school, the fear became more pronounced. And I noticed that I really felt this fear of like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, what is this feeling that just took over every cell in my body? Like, I feel like my body is paralyzed by fear, but there's nothing happening. Why do I feel like this feeling that, you know, I remember when I was like in my teenage years and maybe this was all the LSD I used to take, but I, I started seeing everyone as like, we are just like ants on this planet. And I remember driving just like on some, you know, roads back by my grandmother's house in Parksburg, Pennsylvania, which is kind of country. And I would be driving at night and I would see the stars. I would see the moon. And I was like, what if gravity just stopped working? Like if gravity just stopped working, we would just all float up into the sky. And like, what would happen? Like I would have a, like go into a panic attack about this stuff. So like, I was just anxious as hell. But when I look back at it, it was because I had this, like, I had a different awareness, you know, I had an awareness of life is so much bigger than what we are. Life is so much more than the way that we see it. It's so much more than these schools, these roads, these jobs, these, these small things that we focus on. And it made me while now it's a superpower and I can like really expand into this consciousness and, and ask questions of it and and play there and say, life is so much more than I see now. How can I really like, you know, create in this potential? How can I play with it? When I was younger, I was the odd man out. I was the freaking weirdo. And I kept all of this to myself because I was afraid and I just created so much anxiety. So anxiety to me is a signal that you are not honoring some kind of truth within you. I felt anxiety last week a lot. It was crazy. I felt so much anxiety. And in that anxiety, I didn't know where it was coming from. I started to to like sit down and unpack it. Like, what is it? Like things are good. Am I feeling some sort of nervousness from the upcoming event? Like, you know, because Harmonious Hustle Live is a big edge of mine, which what I mean by that is it's something I've never done. Harmonious Hustle Live is a big event. It's a big investment for me. Um, It's a lot of risk not only for, you know, my financials, but also for my ego, right? So that's a whole other emotional thing. So I had to just ask, like, what is this coming from? And then I thought, well, is it coming from Vegas? Like I was in Vegas and I went to Vegas for something new and speaking. And, you know, was this something that just cellularly is shifting within me? It's like a a new rite of passage. Um, I started thinking about a lot of things. And I was looking for the reason and what I found was so crazy because I asked for guidance before I went to bed and I went to bed and in my dream, I had this symbolic dream and I woke up and I had this knowing that I had fallen off my path, that I was, that I was stepping away from something that I was meant to truly do, which was to step more in the space of being a true spiritual teacher and leader and to let go of trying to, to um, lead programs and groups that were like somewhat in the coaching industry structures and standards and like to focus more on I am here to help people get free and that looks different right for some people it's with their their money I feel really called to help people when it comes to wealth consciousness abundance uh, feeling safe to receive and be worthy and also to like let go of all of the pain shame and and discomfort from their past experiences so that they can live a life that is better than what they can imagine. And that's where I thrive. Even when I say that right now, that feels so juicy and real. And it feels like, yes, like my soul, my life, everything is just feeling like it's locked and loaded in a yes. 
But for the past two and a half weeks, I was promoting something about business. And while I help people, uh, two of my private clients right now are entrepreneurs and we created programs for them. We created a program. We've created a plan for them to get out and market it. We got really clear on the worthiness, the pricing and all these things. But when I really break that down, that's because I love doing that because I'm working with someone in their fears and limitations and perception. And I'm like helping them manage their, their state and their feelings. I'm helping them tap into a greater part of them and then walk in their mission. So it's totally different. But my point of this was that when I woke up, I felt this peace, but that peace also told me that I had to let go of this thing, these things I was creating. So I thought about it. I sat with it like, okay, is this real? I got, you know, it's like when you get the signs and signals, but you're just like, I don't know if I'm ready to believe that yet. But what I found was that like, yeah, I got to believe it. So anyway, I canceled these things. I started canceling plans, canceled a program and it was liberating as fuck. It felt so good. And the anxiety disappeared. It disappeared. This isn't the first time I've done this. I've done it. Like I've been in business for what? three and a half years. And in the three and a half years, I've done this probably three or four times. And Hey, you got to honor what feels good. You got to follow the juice, the, the light, the passion, the fire. And you got to have that discernment by doing the inner work and having the spiritual stamina, the spiritual um, kind of like aptitude, right. Of knowing it's a spiritual maturity. So, and it surpasses anything the ego could do or say. So that being said, anxiety is a, to me is a sign. Now there's another way anxiety can show up for us is, is if we're not eating the right foods, if we're not eating enough. It was so funny when I look back at the time where I was diagnosed with a panic disorder, I was also working at a nightclub in Hollywood, which was like a super popular nightclub. It's like, you know, all the celebrities were going there. It was like in all the like, you know, TMZ people, all that, all that crap. And I was hired as a, quote, like model bartender. And I put so much like emphasis on how I looked. It was the only time in my whole life I had abs and I was obsessed with being pretty and being slim. And I also barely ate. I drank espressos, Red Bull to basically wake up and do all the things because I worked at a nightclub went to sleep at about four in the morning, took Chanel to school at seven, seven thirty, And then I took my ass to hike at Runyon Canyon and Brunson Canyon in LA. And, you know, I would go to Barry's boot camp, and I don't even know how I lasted that long. But when I look back at that and all the anxiety I felt at first, I didn't feel the anxiety at first I felt fine. And then it started catching up with me. And this is where my body kind of started breaking down on me to have for me to go to my awakening but the anxiety, when I look at it, it's like, duh, you didn't eat. You weren't grounded. Like, you didn't have the nutrients you need to keep you calm, to keep you grounded in what you, you know, in who you are. So you got to look at your biochemistry, what you're eating. And this is something my teacher taught me, which was when I went to the retreat and I said I was diagnosed with a panic disorder, a anxiety, you know, I was having all these anxiety attacks. Um, I was on depression medication and I just told them like that I just want to get off of it. Like, I want to stop these things. This is not who I am. And I think I was like intermittently like taking 
the, the medicine because it didn't make me feel good. But at the same time, I was having panic attacks that made me feel like I was dying, which are very harsh on your body to get into that place where your body's releasing all of those to- toxic chemicals. So I, I go there and he says, everything affects your biochemistry. And this is like, I don't know if it's Ram Dass or if it's Osho. Bear with me on that. We'll just, you know, it's one of them. They say that you're not having a human experience, you're having a hormonal experience. Uh, and one of them also say that you're ha- you are just like this like chemical soup, this hormonal soup. It's always changing, it's always flowing. And going back to what my teacher said, and this always stays with me because it was life-changing for me. Everything you eat, everything you drink, everything you hear, everything you think, everything you say, your environment, all of it is impacting your biochemistry. So your biochemistry is moving to a place of tonic, which is feeling good, to toxic, feeling bad. And if we are not monitoring this stuff, And being bold and, you know, people are going to be mad when you start getting really clear on the boundaries you need to feel your best, you know? And I, my daughter knows because I'm like, I can't listen to this anymore. I can't hear this anymore. I need no noise right now because if I'm, if I'm having a long day and I'm feeling on edge already, or I'm feeling full, meaning like I need space to empty some of this stuff out. I need time to just be in silence. And she comes home and starts blaring something and it's super loud. and I just can't. When I'm in an Uber and they just keep letting commercials play, I can't <laughs> like turn it off, right? That's part of the reason why I do Uber uh, Lux or Uber Black and L- what is it, Lyft Lux. But so they're like actually caring about what they put on and being mindful and putting on classical music or something. So all of these things matter. Now, being in touch with your emotions allows you to be more intimate with people because the truth is that we're all feeling these things. Now there are people that are totally shut off and shut down. And, you know, I even have clients where we connect and they're like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I feel about that. I think it's this, I think it's that. And I just tell them we can't play there. We got to cut this bullshit. We need to go in. We need to go in and here, and you know, I help them go in, but it's true that there are some people that are very disconnected from feeling and you will not feel a deep, meaningful connection with them because you can't get in. They're not fully expressing. So there's a reason why when we connect with people, and I think that's why my platform has grown relatively quickly. And I feel like that's why I do have people that connect with me and and love me the way that they do. And if you are one of them, thank you. I love you too. But it's because when I started this, I started this from a place of not making money. I started this from a place of, I know there's people suffering just like me. I know there's people that are suffering just like I was. I know there's people that are sitting at home on their computer and they're up late because maybe they're like me, that they were addicted to drugs or alcohol or they were in an abusive relationship or maybe they just have extreme anxiety because they're in a relationship that's not fitting them anymore. Maybe they feel totally lost because the thing that they went to school for and invested all their money and got into debt for is not fitting them anymore. Maybe they feel like they don't even know who the hell they are anymore and they feel scared by that. Maybe they have fear, regret, shame, things that they don't even know why, but all they do is they feel like they want to hide. 
but they're up at night Googling. They're watching people's videos. They're, they're doing something because guys, that's what I did. I was sitting in my house, this beautiful home, you know, like a 4,000 square foot home, basically on a 17th hole of a golf course in Las Vegas. It was a gorgeous house. I picked out all the details of this house, built it, you know, picking out the flooring, the, the granite, all of the little fine details. I loved it. It was gorgeous. But I was in this abusive relationship and I was scared shitless. And I also didn't know how to go one 24-hour period sober. And I, was a, I had a little baby, but I just didn't know how to survive. And you know what I would Google? Rehabs. I would Google life coaches. I would Google retreats. I was trying. I never been to any of these things. I never tried any of them. But people in my family told me, you don't need that. You don't need that. And I was scared. So I know when I put this stuff out there, just like for some of you guys that are building your platform, I just wanted to be a landing place. I just wanted to be a refuge. I wanted to be the person that reminded them that there's a way. They are going to move forward. They are going to get out of this. And that there's so much more than whatever it is that they feel stuck in. So that's why I do what I do. And yes, it's turned into a lucrative business after I started investing in, you know, different networks and seeing what other people were doing and realizing that people really need this stuff. And then of course, as my consciousness evolved and expanded, I got to see like that I help people in totally different ways, not just people that are in that space. And it's been a beautiful journey, but that's not why I started. So for you out there, if you're someone that wants to be vulnerable, if you're someone that wants to be visible, and I, I'm sitting here like, well, what's the real point of this podcast? <laughs> How do I want to wrap this up? Is it about emotion? It is about vulnerability. Is it about visibility? All of it's the same. Because even if you never put a camera in front of your face and you never get onto a social media platform, you never get onto a stage, visibility is allowing yourself to be seen and heard every single freaking day. Allowing yourself to be seen and heard in your relationships. Showing up and saying, this doesn't feel good and here's why. I mean, even my, my, one of my assistants, we had a thing this past week and, and now she's moving on in a new direction, but the real, the trouble here is the lack of communication and a lack of not being able to say what you need and also not being honest about what you can do or what you can't do, what you're striving for and, and your goals. When we're not honest about that, we really just kind of stub our own toe. We keep ourselves back. And one thing I learned on this journey of becoming me as I am today is that our truth is, is valid. It's needed. It's okay that it always changes. It's supposed to change. It's supposed to evolve. You are not going to be the same woman or man that you are today, next year on this date. If you are a, it's, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. And you won't be because seasons are changing. Your cells are changing every day. You can stay in the same stuff, try to believe the same things, but you're going to be actually resisting your own potential. So my point of all of this is, is that you deserve to be seen and heard. You deserve to connect deeply with the people in your life. And most importantly, you deserve to connect deeply with yourself and connect deeply with what is emerging through you. Just like a seed of any sort of plant, you look at it and you're like, well, that's just a seed. It's just this little round, brown, it's kind of not even cute. But that seed 
has the potential, has the coating, has what it needs to become a beautiful tree with, a, with roots, with a trunk, with bark, with leaves, with flowers perhaps, or fruit. All of that is within that little dingy looking seed. You may be looking at yourself like, well, I'm just me. I'm not going to be anything special. I'm not going to be anything worth being. Who gives a damn about me? What's the point of even trying? Well, maybe you just think about yourself as that dingy little seed, right? Like that little funny looking seed looking like not much, like literally if it's on the floor sitting, you know, like if it was lying down on my hardwood floor and I dropped it, I probably wouldn't even notice it. The dog would eat it or something. It's like, but that tree could be so big and so much. It becomes shade for someone. It becomes a home for, for different insects. You're a resting place for birds and squirrels. It's so much in that little tiny seed. So for you, and I hear Pablo preaching amen out there. <laughs> for you, it's looking at what's within your seed. You're never going to know until you start accepting all of yourself and getting to know yourself and beginning to free yourself, beginning to create that movement, beginning to honor your wild because there's a hell of a lot of becoming in that journey from seed to flower, seed to fruit. There's so much of a journey. There's so much of a becoming that you're going to have to be okay with falling apart. The perception of falling apart, of having the tears, of having the breakdowns, of having the breakthroughs, of letting go of old friends, of letting go of old ways, saying goodbye to your old life that you didn't really enjoy anyway. Are you willing to do those things? And this is something you have to become incredibly okay with. Now, I've been talking about a lot of the kind of lower frequency emotions, which are not to be dismissed. You know, there's a hell of a lot of spiritual bypassing bullshit happening where people are like, stay in the higher emotion, stay in the higher emotion, because if you stay in the higher emotion, you're going to manifest all the things. And if you stay in the higher state, you're going to get all the things done. But here's the deal. Life is full spectrum. There's a reason why there's a freaking emotional spectrum chart, because there's more to life than that. And we feel it. And my point of this is, is that the faster that you dive in and do something like a grieving ceremony to get you through it, you don't stay there. So it's like a purging, right? Like, how would it feel to hold in something that you knew was making you sick? And you kept trying to just say, well, I feel okay. I feel great. I am happy. I am grateful. I am joyous. Yes, my life is good. But meanwhile, you're holding something down that like just wants to come out. So you're not really reaching your truth and potential, your highest joy and gratitude and feeling great. So why not let, let it go? Why not just get rid of that? Why not process it? Why not be free? And when we do that, we get to move down the chart and shoot back up. When we reach those lower depths of like the depths of who you are, you expand. You can also go higher into the heights of who you really are. And that's been the case for me. And I see it for my clients too, because they really tap into their full expression. And I want to just tell you that day one of Harmonious Hustle Live is all about this because this is so freaking needed and it's neglected at so many, like probably like 95% of all of the like personal development, business conferences, living your best life conferences. 
unless it's a true spiritual journey, they, they just neglect this part because people want to skip over this part. But I do it in such a way that feels so lovely and beautiful and soft and healing and nurturing and it's worth it. It's going to feel so good. So I can't wait for that. So my friends, I hope that this served you. I just want to remind you that the harmonious hustle is about not just having a hustle because it's definitely not about that. It's about showing up in your most harmonious way to like take action and live your best life to fully live your potential. The harmonious hustle is saying hell freaking yes to your highest potential. We always choose harmony first. We always choose harmony first because harmony is the starting point of all things that are all good for you. Right. And sometimes to reach harmony, we have to dig into the gunk and pull up the plug to let everything drain. And that's what it feels like when you're doing something like a grieving ceremony or a purging or going to the sound bath or meditation where you're crying or puking or, you know, like ayahuasca, all these things. And you get to choose which ones feel best for you. So I hope this helped you practice healing all the things. Practice not avoiding. Practice playing in sharing who you really are with the world. We are collectively thirsty, starving, craving humanness. All of the perfect pictures with all of the you know, don't, you don't have to be perfect, but while meanwhile, they're trying to be perfect in every fucking photo and everything is so like, you know, manufactured. What if you were just human and just allowed it to be, but like not just human, your highest version of human. So even when you're sharing your funky stuff, you're, you're doing it from a high level of seeing, right? So guys, let me know how this served you. I hope this served you. I know this is a little bit different than what I normally share, but you know what? It was so called for me to do it that like I said, I walked by my office and it was like, stop. Right now I'm sitting in my office in my gym clothes, like ready for the gym. I'm gonna take my ass there right now. But this is very important to me because this is really at the core of my work is accepting all of you and moving all of you. And our Gifts and treasures are in all those places that we've been avoiding. And all of those emotions are signals of red flags of where we need to look or spotlight. Let's not even call it a red flag. It's a spotlight. Like, hey, girl, check this out. Hey, my friend, you better look over here. Hey, this is getting kind of out of hand. You better look over here. That's what our emotions are doing for us. So don't avoid them. Make friends with them. Feel them. Become a wild woman who is in her fullest expression and know that you can still have it all together the best that you can. Because we're human. We don't have it all together. Come on now. Anyway, guys, have a beautiful day. If this spoke to you, by the way, I'm like a few, a few ratings away from 100. Could you go ahead and give me a rating, an honest review, whatever feels true for you? Um, could you do that and do a screenshot if you can? I would love to see. And I will send you something. Um, I also want to invite you to get yourself to Harmonious Hustle Live. There's not going to be another event like this that you can go to feel all these things. And at the end, because Hustle Day is all about taking action on whatever feels juicy and good to you, whatever that, that bold ideal is, whatever, whatever it is, you're going to walk out of there like a new woman. You're going to feel so empowered. You're going to have a whole girl gang behind you because that's what Harmonious Hustle is going to be like. So get there, buy your ticket, see you there. I cannot wait to spend the weekend with all of you guys. It's coming up so close.
close. It's coming up so close. And here's the other thing I just want to remind you is that we're doing five days of money miracles in April. April is officially the money month. Last year it was March, but this March we had a bunch of stuff going on and I just decided that it was going to be April this year. So we're going to do this. So I am really excited for five days of miracles and we are giving away cash money because we always do this on the year of, and I don't know why we're saying we, me, myself, and I, we are doing this. We always give it away when, when we do the money stuff and the money stuff is so powerful. It's one of my favorite things and we get like the best crowd of people that come. So I'm going to reach out and say, tag your friends and do all the things. So pay attention on Instagram and Facebook for when we announce that, which will be next week. And like I said, guys, if you share this episode, let me know what you loved about it. It means a lot to me and I love to hear what you like to hear. So have a beautiful day. And there you have it, my friends. I want to know, what's your favorite takeaway from today's show? I love when you share your highlights from the show. Be sure to tag me when you share so I can give you a proper shout out. If you haven't already, subscribe. And while you're there, rate and review because your feedback, it really means the world to me. Until next time, remember to harmonize your hustle.